Experience the magic of the holidays at the Bull Run Festival of Lights, Northern Virginia's largest drive through light show. Drive the festival route from the comfort of your car. Turn off your headlights and just follow the magical glow. Ooh and ah through the winter wonderland where it's always snowing and see the tallest light display yet. Purchase tickets today at bullrunfestivaloflights.com. That's bullrunfestivaloflights.com. Northern Virginia's largest drive through light show. How powerful is the Cox Network? So powerful that one day, the internet will let your doctor perform miracles from thousands of miles away. Connecting to remote operating room. Giving a whole new meaning to the term house call. Operation complete. The Cox Network. With gig speeds everywhere. It's internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, bringing us closer. In Cox serviceable areas, speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms apply. Other restrictions may apply. Everybody, come on in. It is Monday night, which means it's time to command your day and to command your week with prayer. And uh, it's going to be amazing, as prayer always is. Y'all already know prayer is lit, y'all. Prayer is exciting uh, and it's amazing to see how God moves. We uh, take prayer, prayer as a privilege and not a right. And so as you're coming in, I need you to immediately be a digital missionary. How do I do that, Bishop Foreman? You do it by liking this video, number one. Number two, you share this video. And number three, tell me where you're watching from. We have people who join us for prayer and join our digital streams. We've been doing digital campuses for years. So even uh, pre-pandemic, uh, we were doing digital campuses on a variety of different platforms. And so thank God. Who knew that we were getting prepared for what God knew was on the way? All right. And so I want you to get ready. We are on YouTube. We're on Facebook. We are on Periscope. And bam, we're about to add our Instagram fam. What's up, Instagram fam? Hey, Instagram fam. So we're adding everybody tonight. It's going to be an amazing time of prayer. Y'all come on in. Like the video, tell me where you're watching from, and share this bad boy tonight. Again, it's going to be powerful. I know I'm in expectancy. I trust that you're in expectancy too. If you are expecting something amazing from prayer tonight, I want you to definitely do this. I want you to do this. I want you to just type this on the screen. I am expecting. Come on, put that on the screen. I am expecting. That's what I'm doing. I'm expecting. And I trust uh, that you are too. Come on in YouTube. Come on in Facebook. Come on in Periscope. Come on in everybody everywhere. Come on, let's go. We're going to move in this thing tonight. Prayer is going to be amazing because prayer is always amazing. Y'all already know uh, that God meets us in a very, very powerful way. I can see you already typing in North Carolina. I see you, North Carolina. Where y'all watching from? Where you watching from? Tell me where you're watching from. Where you're watching from? Tell me where you're watching from. Uh, and let's go tonight. Prayer is going to be amazing. Make sure you tell me where you're watching from, guys. I want to know where you're watching from tonight, even on uh, Facebook and YouTube and Instagram, everywhere. Let me know. I can see everybody here. Uh, come on, Canada, Canada, Canada. So good to see you on tonight, Canada. So good to see you. Boom. There we go. We're on Periscope. We are everywhere. And then boom. Let's see. We are everywhere. We are everywhere. Hey, Denver. And then there we go. Boom. We are right there on YouTube. Like the video. There up. There we go on YouTube. All right. Hey, listen, come on, Long Island. Y'all come on in. Be a digital missionary. Like the video. Tell me where you're watching from. Share this bad boy tonight. Let's change some lives, y'all. I need you to put I'm expecting on the screen. So I've asked you to do four things. If you are a regular, you already know that prayer is amazing, right? Every Monday, what do we do? We gather together for one hour. We gather together for one hour and we make prayer our priority. Prayer is a privilege. It is not a right. When you treat it that way, anything that you see is something that you get to do. 
and that's something that you have to do, um, you are always going to see greater results from it. I'm going to say that again. What's going on, Ghana? Anytime you treat something that is a privilege and not a right, and you treat it as something that you get to do and not, not have to do, you're always going to see greater results, all right? Um, just think back to times in your life where you're like, oh my God, it's a privilege to do this. It's a privilege to do that. You saw me on Dorinda on Sunday. That's awesome. That's awesome. Welcome. Welcome to the family. I hope that you like uh, like the page. Stay connected. Um, and by the way, since you bring that up, that was an amazing show. I had an amazing time with Dr. Dorinda Clark Cole. It's an amazing show. I'll be back again real soon. It was an amazing show. Of course, a couple weeks before that, we did um, the uh, uh, um, social media and stuff with uh, Dr. Ernest Pugh. That gospel artist. We got another one that's coming up that we're going to be doing. I'll tell you more details about that one uh, real soon. So it's just amazing, right, uh, to see uh, what God is doing. Hey, listen, look here, look here. As you come in, like the video, tell me where you're watching from, share the video. As I was saying, think about it. I see you, George. I see you, Mont Bello. Uh, Salinas, Cali. <clears throat> where is that? Is that Southern California? Um, one of the things that's amazing is if you think about things where you thought that it was a privilege, you always maximize that moment. And that's how we got to treat prayer, y'all. We got to treat prayer like it's a privilege so that we maximize the moment, we maximize the time that we get to pray. And that's exactly it. Let's also not forget to welcome our Uncommon Gospel Radio Network family. What's going on, Uncommon? Glad that y'all are on with us tonight. So we've got hundreds and hundreds and hundreds, potentially thousands, we include the replay, of people that are gathered together for prayer. Can we just start off tonight with some claps to give God glory that people are gathering on all of these platforms and we'll be watching the replays on a variety of platforms to pray tonight. Tonight, we're not doing a giveaway. We're not doing a Ludacris versus Nelly challenge. We're not doing a Babyface versus Teddy Riley challenge tonight. What are we doing? We are praying tonight. And we're going to see some great things happen tonight. All right. So again, if you're coming in, like the video, tell me where you're watching from. Share this video tonight. What's happening when you share? When you share, you are literally, you say you want to sow seed. Uh, matter of fact, there's a few ways. Can I get some of the regulars um, to give a few different ways on how on how she can sow? We'd love for you to sow tonight. We normally talk about that a little bit towards the end of prayer, but you can do it right now. I like that. Come on here. Asking how to sow. We just started. You could use Cash App. You can go to harvestchurch.church forward slash give and you can go PayPal. We're going to be adding Venmo because many harvesters have been asking for Venmo. And uh, we got Cash App. Every method, we want to make it convenient for you to give. You're giving in the good ground. Here's what's amazing. Many people are celebrating what they're doing during the pandemic and what they're giving away and, and how they're blessing people. And that's awesome. It's awesome to see so many people being generous. But uh, listen, when you have the heart of a giver and that's the heart of Harvest Shirts, that's the heart uh, of Bishop Foreman, uh, we do that all the time. So right, you can't see it. It's down over here in the bottom corner. Or you, I think y'all can see it. You can see it. I think uh, y'all, I'm in front of it. $339,791. Can we give God glory for that uh, being given to a variety of different uh, missions and uh, domestically abroad um, work to help reach more people and change more lives. So that's not just something that we do during the pandemic harvest. That's something we do 24-7 all day, every day, because we are blessed to be a blessing. Can I get you to type that on the screen? I'm blessed to be a blessing. I need you to know that about yourself. You're blessed to be a blessing. You're blessed when you're at the mountaintop. You're blessed when you're in the valley. You're blessed when you have abundance. You're blessed when you're like, oh my God. You are always blessed to be a blessing. And you've always got to know that. You've always got to walk in that authority and walk in that power that if there's a problem, I'm there to solve it. Can I get you to type that on the screen? I'm a problem solver. I'm a problem solver. So guys, every Monday night, 
We gather together now. We've been doing it on Monday nights for a little while. We gather together on Monday nights for one hour to pray. We call it command your week prayer because it's a spiritual principle of prayer. We get a hold of the week. Before the week gets a hold of us, uh, we get a hold of the day before the day gets a hold of us. You're like, Bishop, where in the world is that at in Scripture where it's all throughout the Bible? See, in the Bible, a day began the night prior and then it goes into the next day. So scripturally speaking, a lot of times people, if you grew up in church, you were taught, soon as you wake up, child, you got to pray. And that's good, but you're halfway through the day, biblically speaking, when you pray. Read your Bible in Genesis. It says, in the evening... And the morning were the first day. Why is that important to understand? That's important to understand because when you are commanding the day, you got to start at the top of the day. So literally, roughly around this time, about an hour ago, uh, scripturally speaking, we are now in Tuesday. Which means we got to get a hold of the day and a hold of the week before it gets a hold of us. And so there's tons of messages that I've taught about this method of prayer. Jesus prayed the same way. The Bible says that he rose early before the sun and the moon. What did he do? He got up because the sun and the moon are the default rulers of the day. Now, you may be thinking to yourself, Bishop, what do you mean rulers of the day? You got to listen to that message. You got to listen to that message. Command your day and command your year because it'll literally explain that principle to you. The sun and the moon are the default rulers of the day. And so if you don't reset what they have set in motion, whatever's coming your way, it's just going to come your way. And what you got to do is we got to take the authority we've been given and through prayer, we set things in order. We set things in motion. All right. So anything that we want to change just starts with our confession. Can I get you to type that on the screen? Change begins with my confession. Come on, y'all. Change begins with my confession. Come on, put it on YouTube, put it on Periscope, put it on Facebook. Put it on Instagram. Change starts with my confession. Anything I want to change has got to start with my mouth. Before we get into prayer, I want to ask you this question. How many of you, you have ever known that you shouldn't have said something negative, but because of the pressure, the frustration, the anger of what was going on, you let it come out anyhow? Y'all do the hand wave emoji if you've ever done that. I've done that. I did it today. I did it today. I can be very honest about that. I did it today. See, when you're real, you can heal. So know that when you were Bishop Former, we're always going to keep it real because my goal is that you heal. I don't just want us to go through religious rituals and, and traditions and not get any results out of it, right? We've all done that. We've all done that. So check it out. Even though we know it's wrong, even though we know we shouldn't do it, even though we know it's not the right thing to say, we do it anyhow. That's because the enemy knows that, watch me, if he wants to keep you in the same mess, He's got to jack up your confession. He's got to jack up what comes out of your mouth. So literally, you create the chaos you want to change. You create the mess that you want to change. But I need you to know the same way you can create it is the same way you can reverse it. So tonight, when we go into prayer, I want you to realize that we're going boldly before the throne of grace. I want you to realize that we're going with strength. I want you to realize that we're going with authority. We are sons and daughters of the most high God. We are not beggars. I need you to put that on the screen. We are not sinners saved by grace. You're not a sinner anymore when you come to Jesus. And if you haven't given your life to the Lord, Tonight, I'm going to give you that opportunity. I'm going to drop that net, so to speak. But the Bible says he makes us fishers of men. I'm going to drop that net at the end to give you an opportunity to come to the Lord. But what I need you to understand is that when we pray tonight, we're going to pray with authority and we're going to pray with boldness. We're going to pray with clarity. We're going to pray with power tonight. And we're going to see some results in your life. Are y'all hearing what I'm saying? I don't have to come. Oh, yes, Lord. If you just, mm, 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 mm. I come honorable. 
I come respectful, got it? I come uh, I come with principles, but at the same time, I'm not begging because that's my father. I need y'all to put that on the screen. He's my father. And many people, the reason you have struggles praying is because you are not used to speaking to a father. You're used to dealing with a mother. You're used to dealing uh, with other individuals, cousins, sisters, brothers. But if you're not used to talking to a father, watch me. The very presence of a father can bring about a fear that will shut you down and shut you up. Did you hear what I just said? If you're not used to interacting with a, a strong, authoritative father, um, then the, watch me. There are certain things y'all ever grew up and maybe you had this experience this in your house or maybe you had a friend that experienced this where they said, listen, I'm going to tell your daddy. And the very thought of speaking to your father about it would just make you be like, oh, my God, I don't want to do that. So what happens when we're dealing with God, if you're talking to a fa your father and you're not used to speaking to a father, it can be a very awkward exchange. It can be a very awkward relationship. So tonight, I need you to see yourself as talking to your father. Y'all ready? And watch me. He's not mad at you. He's been waiting on you. Can I get you to put that on the screen? He's been waiting on me. He's not mad at you. He's not angry with you. He's not trying to beat you up. He's not trying to beat you down. He literally loves you. Come on, YouTube. Come on, Facebook. Come on, Periscope. Come on, Instagram. He literally loves you. And so because of that, when we go, we can go boldly. Y'all ready? Let's go. Father, in Jesus' name, tonight, we give you glory. We give you honor. Thank you, Father, for the privilege that we have to pray tonight. Prayer is a privilege. It is not a right. Prayer is something that we get to do. Prayer is not something that we have to do. You are our father. And the scripture says we can cry out Abba. That means daddy. What does that mean? That means that is a closer connection because father means life giver. But daddy means, watch me, that we've got connection with you. It means we've got relationship with you. We've got intimacy with you, father, which means even if you've got to check us or correct us. We rejoice in being checked or corrected because we know it's for our good. Come on, y'all. We rejoice in being corrected because we know it's to make us better. We rejoice in being corrected because we know it is designed for you to get the glory out of our lives. So tonight, we enter your gates with thanksgiving and we enter your courts with praise. We are thankful to you. Now, we get the privilege to do this thing tonight. Father, we get the privilege to boldly approach your throne of grace. What is a throne? It is a place where a king sits. You're our father, but you're also king. That means you are ruler. And because you are ruler, that means you don't have to ask anybody's permission. You don't have to negotiate with anybody. You don't have to get permission from Congress. You don't have to get a sign off from Senate. You don't need anybody to say it's okay to do. You are ruler. And because you are a ruler tonight, Father, we let you know that we honor you. Come on, y'all. Put it on the screen. We honor you, Father. What does that mean? It means that we adapt to you. Proof of adaptation or adaptation is proof of honor. Proof that we love you is that we adopt, adapt to you. Proof that we love you is that whatever you say, it becomes important. So tonight, Father, we want you to know that we honor you. The reason we're faithful to prayer is because you commanded us to pray. We honor you. We adapt to you. The reason we give is because you commanded us to give. We adapt to you. The reason that we serve is because you commanded us to serve. So we adapt to you. The reason that we forgive suckers that we don't want to forgive. Come on, y'all. Is because you commanded us to forgive. So proof of honor is adaptation. That means we reverse that thing to fit you. We don't try to fit you into our human box. Forgive us, Father. 
But the moments where we've tried to fit you into our human box of understanding, where we've tried to fit you into our box of, of recollection and our box of consciousness, trying to fit the living God into the likeness of men. No, Father, forgive us for that. You are king of kings. Your word says in Revelation 5, 10, that you make us kings and priests. That means you cause us to be both spiritual and successful. Come on, y'all. Somebody say both of them. You cause us to be both spiritual and successful. You cause us to be able to pray and to slay. You cause us to be able to call down fire from heaven and be able to walk in the bad in the boardroom. And set it on fire. What are you saying? That you have called for us to be your examples in the earth. You have called for us to be your representation in the earth. So Father, when we approach your throne, we realize that we are seeing the example that we are to be. Because you are ruler, you are king, you are alpha and omega. That means your beginning and the end, Father. The reason we don't have to worry about what the end looks like is because you've already been to the end. You started at the end and you walked your way backwards to time. That's why you're not bound by time because you've already been to the end. And your word says that you always cause us to triumph. So tonight, Father, we thank you that as we boldly approach your throne of grace, we can obtain mercy in our time of need. So here's what we do, Lord. We ask you for forgiveness, Lord, for our sins. Come on, that's the stuff that we do that, that we did that was wrong. But it was a mistake. Father, there's some things that we did that just in our human frailties, it was a mistake. What is a mistake? Mistake. I looked at it the wrong way. I mistook it. I thought it was one thing, but it was something else. I thought it was safe, but it was dangerous. I thought it was right, but it was wrong. I thought it was up, but it was down. I thought it was the right thing to do, but it was the wrong thing to do. Father, forgive us for our sins. But secondly, Lord, forgive us for our iniquity tonight. What's iniquity? It's the generational stuff. Father, forgive us. For not having the boldness to break curses. Forgive us, Father, for not having the boldness to interrupt the dysfunction of our bloodline. Father, we were not sent to fit in. We were sent, Father, to change. And to be changed, that means we often have to feel like the outlier. Father, forgive us for wanting to fit in with the stuff we were sent to change. Even in our bloodline, Father, we were called to be the first. I need you to type that on the screen. First, first. We were called to be the first in our bloodlines, the first to get out of debt, the first to earn certain uh, educational achievements, the first to earn certain financial achievements, the first. You called us to be the first. We are the curse breakers in our bloodline. So forgive us for desiring acceptance more than acquiring the awareness of what you called us to do. And finally, Father, we ask for forgiveness for our transgression. What is that? That, Lord, is the stuff that we did that we knew was wrong, but we did it anyhow. Father, forgive us for our arrogance. Come on, y'all. We're praying tonight. Forgive us for our arrogance. Forgive us, Lord, for thinking that somehow we knew better than you. Forgive us, Lord, for thinking that somehow we could do whatever we wanted to do and you were just going to sit back and be okay with it. You are a holy God. That means you are distinct. It doesn't mean you expect perfection. But you do expect, expect us to be persistent and consistent. Forgive us for the moments where, Lord, we decided not to be persistent. Come on, y'all, let's pray. Forgive us for the moments where we decided not to be consistent. In the name of Jesus, Father, this is bigger than us. This is bigger than just us getting what we want. Doing what we want to do, living how we want to live. We were sent, Father, to literally pave the way. 
for somebody after us. We were sent literally to be the curse breaker in our bloodline. We were sent literally to leave the earth different than we found it. And that is the uh, mission you've given us. That's the mission we accept. That's the mission we will walk in. It's in Jesus' name we pray on all four platforms. Can I get you to type amen right there, y'all? Come on, listen, we're praying. If you're just coming in on all four platforms, do me a favor. Like the video, tell me where you're watching from. Share this video. Why do we share it? You're a digital missionary. Can I tell you, you literally do not know the lives of people that you're changing when you share prayer tonight. All right. So you want to do that. Listen, you're in a safe place. So if it's your very first time on prayer, and you're like, child, I don't know if I'm going to share this. I don't know. I ain't never seen this bald head man before. Look here. You are in a safe place. I can promise you that. You're in a safe place. I know today there's a lot of talking heads on social media. You're in a safe place. Why? Because everything I'm going to give you tonight in prayer, I'm going to back it up with Bible. And it's going to be backed up with Bible. It's going to be backed up with scripture. Prayer is a dialogue. It's not a monologue. What is a monologue? It means just one person talking and then you say in Jesus name, amen. If you grew up in church, you may have been taught that that's how prayer worked. Blah, 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 blah. In Jesus name, amen. That's not prayer. Prayer is a dialogue because when we speak, he's going to respond. When we pray, he is going to respond. And so I need you to know that that's how we pray on Monday nights. We're going to cover things in prayer. I'm going to give you revelation. We'll cover things in prayer. I'll give you revelation. When we cover it, that's prayer. And then when you get revelation, that's his response. Can I get you to put that on the screen? He's responding to me. There's two other things you're going to see me do often in any message and any experience. Guys, what drives Bishop Foreman is results. Listen, I was talking to a guy the other day and I was talking about the importance of uh, in prayer. I was talking about um, not just in prayer, but just in life about when you're a reformer and when you're a reformer, uh, what does that mean? Whatever exists, you are sent to change it. And this is so critical and vital that we get this is because many of you, you are sent to be when I talk a bit about being like a curse breaker and the interruption to the dysfunction in your bloodline. That means you're a reformer. That means what exists, you are supposed to re-again form. You're supposed to form it to be better than it was. And uh, and one of the things that happened for me, like just coming up and growing up in ministry and church, I started on a church staff and I was 12 years old. I got very frustrated with a lot of different things that happened in church. And, and I got frustrated because I'm a reformer. Let me pause right there. There are many of you that get frustrated with certain things. And rather than changing it, watch me, you give up on it. I need you to hear me. You are not supposed to give up on what you're sent to change. Many of you hear me. You get frustrated with stuff that goes on in, 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 uh, in, uh, in business. You get frustrated what goes on in education. You get frustrated what goes on in church like I did. And so we're sent to change it, not give up on it. Not throw in the towel on it. Are y'all hearing what I'm saying? And so as a reformer, one of the things that I always wanted to see was results in people's life. I wanted to see results. I was like, I am just not into just hollering and screaming and shouting and jumping or whatever and sitting and there's no results. All of that is good and it's Bible, but I want some results. If you're like that, I, if you're not like that, do not type this. But if you're like that, please type one word, results on the screen. And you just type that one word on the screen, results. That's what we do. So when we pray, we're not just going to be praying prayers just to sound deep and spiritual. We're going to be praying to get some results in your life. All right. So I need you to be mindful of that also. So you're going to hear me have you to do two things a lot tonight. All right. Number one, I'm going to have you say a lot. I'm going to have you say a lot. Y'all got me? I'm going to have you to say a lot. Why? Proverbs 18, 21, death and life are in the power of your tongue. If the enemy wants to defeat you, he can do it right through your mouth. 
Your confession is going to cancel a whole lot of stuff that God has ordained for you if you don't learn how to get that in gear. Number two, you're going to hear me say type a lot of stuff on the screen. Why? Right now, during quarantine, we ain't touching our neighbor these days, right? And of course, we're digital, so you can't touch your neighbor anyhow. So that's our way of activating the scripture. That's how you get results. Just follow the plan. Stick to the plan, man. All right, so that's what we're going to do tonight. If it's your very first time on prayer, do me this favor. Do the hand wave emoji or say, it's me. Why? We just want to shoot some love. Some of those of you that uh, it's your very first time on prayer, we just want to shoot some love your way. Every Monday night, join us for one hour. For most, this is the longest time you're going to pray throughout the week. I'm not saying that with any shade or, or any petty. And I'm saying it for this reason. Let's make this hour count. Like block this time out throughout the week so that you can really go in. Let's go in and let's let's really maximize the time. I see you. I see several over here on Instagram. I see you popping up over here too on Facebook and uh, Periscope and uh, YouTube. All right. This is quite a task. So I got two cameras and I got a laptop with four different screens to see your chats. How? Listen, that's called multitasking. All right. So listen, a couple of things and then we're going to go further in prayer tonight. If you don't have the app, guys, please get the app. Oh my God. You got to get it. Um, let's see. Over 10,000 app downloads. It's getting ready to be updated. I've been mentioning it for a while. It's getting ready to be on Amazon Prime and some other things. We have a new Roku channel coming out, a new Apple TV channel. We're upgrading all of those um, during this time and uh, we just wanted to take advantage of it. So you can still get the app. Text Harvest to 59769. Can I give a few of all to type that on each platform? Get the app. What's in the app, Bishop? Our podcast is in the app. Over 1,200 messages we give away for free. I'm not knocking those that don't. Uh, we don't. We don't have a download fee. We don't do anything like that. Why? Because the faithful giving of the people of Harvest makes it so that we can do that. In our app, you're going to get notifications when we go live. You're going to get special notifications about um, uh, sales in our online store, all that type of thing. You're going to get devotions on Wednesday, midweek motivation. You're going to get Saturday devotions from me um, that are just short little things that are going to give you a little word to help keep you encouraged. You're going to have access to Harvest Worship music. You're going to have access to everything. There's a course I did in there for business owners. Guys, by the time I was 21, I built my first multi-million dollar business. I'm not telling you that for any other reason except to say that when you connect with Harvest, you're connecting to not just a place where you can be fed spiritually, but a place where you can be fed practically also. And so you can find out more about that. Um, there's a course I did in there, how to build a successful business or organization from scratch. I've done it. Um, can I hear, can I help many of you understand something? Here's your challenge with your life is that God is, 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 is having you to do things that you've never seen done before. Remember a moment ago, I had you to type the word first. When God begins to have you to do things that you've never done before, and you are the first to do it, it can seem overwhelming, but can I just get you to make this confession? I was born for this. See, some of you, you're the first that's had to raise your kids in a single parent household. For some of you, you're going to be the first to be out of debt. For some of you, you're the first to be a CEO. For some of you, you're going to be the first, watch me, to not get stuck in no bad, whack relationship. That's a word for somebody. For some of you, you're going to, if you're going to be the first, what God will do is that it will seem overwhelming. So what God will do is he'll connect you to a voice that can help walk you through that valley of being the first. Huh? All right. So there's so many resources that are in there. If you want to get involved in Harvest, you want to make me your pastor and harvest your family. You can take Harvest You online. So many cool resources in there. And so I encourage you to get the app. Text Harvest to 59769 to get our app. If you're in Denver, of course, we got Harvest Search Atlanta coming, and uh, we're excited about that. Um, you can text HCATL to five nine seven six nine. You'll be able to get uh, you'll be able to get that. 
I am Mr. Disciple 13. I'm talking to you. Listen, um, you can text um, HCATL to 59769 if you're in the Atlanta area and you can connect with us. And uh, as we start to build our team, we still pray. Let's go ahead and hit this in prayer. We pray for a swift end to this coronavirus outbreak. Can I get everybody to just type that swift in, swift in, swift in. We pray for a swift end to this coronavirus outbreak. Guys, can I just take a moment to share something with you about that when we're praying for that? There's this narrative um, that's out that says that there is um, that the coronavirus disproportionately affects uh, African-Americans. How many of you, you've heard that, that it disproportionately affects African-Americans in terms of death? Can I get you to wave your hand if you've heard that on the news? Somebody told you that uh, it disproportionately affects African-Americans. Can I get you to wave, wave your hand if you heard that? Because sometimes when we are praying, um, you got to make sure you're praying about the facts, not the headline. On my TikTok church the other day, uh, I got a new congregation. It's my TikTok church. On my TikTok church the other day, I did a prayer because sometimes when we're praying, uh, we, our prayers are not based on the facts of the information. They're based on how we feel. That's the headline. And you got to be careful that when you're praying, you don't let your weariness make you think that the situation is worse than what it is. So I see several hands that have gone up where you've heard that narrative. Can I give you the truth and go fact check this once we get off? On Saturday, there were approximately 17,000 deaths of African-Americans in America uh, from, well, African-Americans, duh. Um, you can't be African-American in, in, in Belgium, right? But anyway, uh, 17,000 deaths from African-Americans. Now, number one, let me stop and say this, uh, and let's cover this in prayer. Father, in Jesus' name, we pray for those that are grieving right now because of the loss of someone in their family, the loss of someone in their life. We pray for them right now that you would send shalom. What is that? Your peace. Nothing missing, nothing broken, nothing lacking, all is well. We pray for them. We cover them right now in the name of Jesus. So, so listen, guys, um, as of Saturday, there were 17,000 deaths and not one of those deaths goes and is, is taken lightly. Many of those are pastors. Many of those are, are, are bishops. Many of those are a variety of different people. Um, and as of today, there's about 89,000 deaths uh, in totality in America. So here's the narrative. And I need you all to catch this because sometimes in prayer, you act like the media. You are not dealing with the facts. You are dealing with the headline. You're not dealing with what's real. You're praying about how you feel. God cannot fix something that's not real in the first place. Oh, y'all hear what I'm saying? Can I give you scripture to back up what I'm saying? Jesus, when he goes to see Lazarus, Lazarus is his friend. He loves Lazarus and Lazarus' sisters, Mary and Martha. He loves them. And when he goes to see uh, about Lazarus, he goes to see about Lazarus. And the Bible says that Lazarus wept. La or excuse me, Jesus wept. It's one of the shortest verses outside of Amen and Selah in the Bible. It says that Jesus wept. Jesus wept. Jesus got emotional. After he was emotional, what did he do? Then he prayed. I need y'all to catch that. Many times we pray and we approach prayer like the media. We pray while we are emotional. So we don't pray about what's real. Come on, y'all. We don't pray about what's real. We pray about how we feel. And so imagine if Jesus reversed that thing while he was emotional and all that. Here's the prayer. Lord, I just can't believe you let Lazarus die. The Bible says that Jesus intentionally came later. And, uh, and he knew Lazarus was ill. He intentionally came later so that a miracle could be performed. 
So his divinity was like, I'm going to delay this. But his humanity was like, listen, this hurts. Can I be honest with you? There are certain delays that are in your life that even though they're divine, they still hurt. And you got to be careful that out of your hurt, you, you, you don't monitor what comes out of your mouth. Because then your prayer won't be a prayer. It'll turn into a complaint. And the Bible says, come on, y'all. The Bible says in Numbers 12 that when they began to complain for every day they complain, they got a year they had to go in circles in the wilderness. What are you saying, Bishop? Is you got to be careful because there's this narrative that says that that black, uh, uh, that African-Americans are disproportionately affected in death by the coronavirus. 17,000 deaths of African-Americans as of Saturday. And we don't we don't glaze over those deaths in any way, shape, form or fashion. Out of 89,000 deaths in America, what does this tell us? That is the same percentage within the margin of error, roughly 45%, that African-Americans are in the population of America. So what does that mean? That that's not true. So you got people, you got African-Americans walking around scared. Talking about, child, I don't know about church. Child, I don't know about God. Child, I don't know about this. And that's not true. Y'all ain't going to say that to me now. It's not even factual. Go check it yourself. Because that's what I did. I said, wow, this is really amazing. All of what they're saying. And I went and looked at the numbers and I said, wait a minute, this isn't true. What are you saying? Sometimes when you're praying, you got to make sure that you're not praying about the headline. That's what you feel. You got to pray about what's real. After Jesus wept, what did he do? He said, Lazarus. He said, Lazarus, come forth. If he would have prayed off of what he felt, Lazarus would still be in the grave. I pray y'all are catching that. If he would have prayed off of what he felt, he never would have said Lazarus come forth because his emotions would have made him think that there was no way forward. And you got to be careful that when you pray, your prayer doesn't turn into a vent session. Your prayer doesn't turn into a complaining session. Get all that emotion out. And then when it's time to pray, you got to declare what you want to see happen. Did y'all catch that tonight? Listen, did y'all catch that tonight? Let's go. So, Father, in Jesus' name, help us, God. Give us the grace not to pray the headline, but to pray the facts. Not to pray what we feel, because what we feel is not always real. Give us the grace, Father, to stick to the word. Give us the grace to deal with solving the problem. You called us to be problem solvers. Give us the grace to not pray fake news. Hey, Basha. Give us the grace to not say stuff that's not true and not accurate. You showed us after you wept, then you prayed. After you were emotional, then you prayed. You did not pray when you were emotional because your emotions would have evaded the real issue. Lazarus would still be dead had you prayed when you were emotional. So tonight when we pray, Father, we, we make a declaration that we're not praying out of any emotional desperation. Come on, y'all. We're not praying out of any emotional weariness. We are praying out of strength. So just like you told Lazarus, come forth tonight, we can speak with authority. We can pray with authority. And here's what we call for. We call provision for, for every person that's got a vision. If you got some kind of vision you need some money for, I need you to type whatever the vision is. We're about to call some stuff forth. Let's go. We call provision for right now in the name of Jesus, Father, for every vision that's just been listed on the screen. In Jesus' name, Father, here's what we call for. We call for debt freedom. If you got some debts, I just need you to put debt freedom on the screen. If you owe somebody something, the scripture says... And it's better to owe no man anything except to love him. So, Father, we call for debt freedom. What does that mean? That debts are going to be canceled. 
in the name of Jesus. Come on, y'all. If you've got something tonight, watch me. Here's the third thing we're going to call for. We call for that the people that wronged us that we would receive it back from you, Lord. Let's go. The Bible says, knowing that whatever good anyone does in Ephesus, he will receive the same from the Lord's father. Forgive us for looking to the person that hurt us to be the one that now helps us. We decree and we declare that father, we call for a, a, a recompense right now. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Come on. I need everybody right there to say amen. Guys, if you're just coming in, like the video, tell me where you're watching from, share. We're on four platforms tonight. During prayer, when you share, you are literally being a digital missionary. All right. You're literally being a digital missionary. You don't know whose lives you are changing. Listen, I got to that uh, as we were talking about, um, we were just talking about uh, uh, if it was your first time at Harvard Church Atlanta, because one of the things that's so dangerous is that when you pray, you got to make sure that you are praying the facts. You got to pray based off of the facts. You cannot pray based off of how you feel. Don't believe the headline. You got to go with what's real. All right. Let me say a couple more things before we go deeper in prayer. Um, let me say this. And I see you still typing. You guys are still responding with your vision. You're still responding with debt freedom. You're still responding. I need you to keep responding to that. I'm just going to keep moving. Um, Atlanta, if you're in the Atlanta area, again, text HCATL to 59769. If you want to move to the Atlanta area, if you're like, this is a great time for me to get up out of where I'm at to go somewhere. Come on, let's go. And move in the things that God has ordained. Text HCATL to 59769. You'll be a digital mixer. It'll be posted on social media uh, in the next day that I'm doing next Tuesday to start talking about what's getting ready to happen with Harvest Church Atlanta. We're excited about that. In school, uh, Performing Arts Academy that we have partnered with here, we're going to be carrying that partnership into the Atlanta area, and we'll have more information for you about that in the days to come, all right? Hey, listen, um, I want to talk yesterday's message. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Uh, y'all tell me, um, y'all tell me this. Tell me what stood out to you. If you saw yesterday's message, uh, I need you to tell me what stood out to you from yesterday's message. Oh, my God. I need you to tell me what stood out to you from yesterday's message. Yesterday's message, bless me, the 1115 towards the end, as many people, because many more people are using the Internet and stuff like that. Uh, systems are having uh, uh, issues and things, you know, news stations, CNN, everybody's having issues periodically. And it just pops up because there's spikes and they're throttling bandwidth and stuff like that. Uh, so part of the 1115 the end of that message was cut off. That's why I'm so glad I obey what God told me to do. Right. He said, son, if you preached live before pandemic, preach live during quarantine. I've been doing the exact same thing. The same way I did it before, the same way I do it now. Consistency matters. And that's what we talked about in yesterday's message. And, and I want to cover this stuff in prayer, y'all, um, uh, that we hit yesterday. Yesterday was called the parable of the unjust judge. I want to start here. How many of you have ever uh, been slighted, mistreated, used, abused. If any of those is you, you've been slighted, mistreated, used, abused, stolen from. If any of those is you, wave at me. If you've been slighted, mistreated, used, abused, you have folks take advantage of you. Um, you have folks, uh, you know, uh, treat you poorly. Y'all hear what I'm saying? I see you. This is amazing. The word is our legal setting on. I'm saying y'all are typing some of your comments from yesterday's message. It's amazing, right? Um, if you've ever had that happen, here's your temptation. Your temptation is to number one is to get bitter, right? And, and I need you to I need you to know bitterness isn't worth it. We're about to cover this thing in prayer. 
Um, the last couple of Friday nights, or a few Friday nights rather, uh, I've started sharing some of the story of Harvest. Um, this coming Wednesday, Harvest will be 14 years old. Come on here. I have 14 people joining. Come on here. Um, Harvest will be 14 years old, y'all, this coming Wednesday, right? And um, uh, we started from scratch with nothing. From scratch with nothing. Nobody gave us anything. And to God be the glory. Um, God has done some amazing things, but I feel like we're just getting started. We've not even hit our, you know, we've not even hit our thrust. We've not even gotten out the gate yet. Um, and, and in that 14 years, can I be very honest with you? Um, the last three of them have been the most tiring. Can I be honest with you? The last three of them have been the most weary. Can I be, can I be honest with you? The last three have been the most frustrating. Can I be very, excuse me, the last four, 16, starting at 16. That's four have been the most frustrating. Can I be very honest with you, right? God is good. Why are you sharing this with me, Bishop? Um, because at the end of the day, uh, what we're going to cover in prayer, what we're going to cover in prayer is um, that in life. How many of you, you can testify that that you have had some things that, and I see, I see you, I see you. This is amazing. Uh, uh, that you've had some things that have happened in your life where, you know, it's been frustrating. It's been angry. People have misused you, abused you. Um, uh, Vicki Winant said, you've been lied on, cheated, talked about, mistreated, buke score, talked about suicide, going up, down, almost to the ground. Listen, that's a lot. That's a lot. And so God gets the glory. Um, God has given um, the people of Harvest are amazing. If you're a harvester, just, uh, just you can do the fist because I don't know any other. We need to get our own emoji. Oh, project for somebody. Somebody getting that tonight. <laughs> you better believe that. That assignment's going to be given to one of my team tonight. We need our own our own emoji. But until then, can you just do a V? If you're a harvester, digital, physical, Atlanta, Denver, wherever you're at, if you're part of our digital family, our Harvest Leadership Network, Harvest Bible College, I just did you to do that. If you if you uh, you part of the Harvest family, um, listen. <clears throat> so yesterday we talked about, and this is what the Lord told me to cover in prayer today. And this is what we're about to do. If you're just coming in, like the video, tell me where you're watching from, share this video. We're going to cover this thing in prayer because I want to show you how to win even when the odds are stacked against you. Luke 18, 1. And he told them a parable to this effect that they ought to always pray and not lose heart. Losing heart there means that you become negative because you're weary. And when you're tired and when you've been used, when you've been abused, when you've been treated badly, you can often, hear me, y'all, you can often get very weary. And where does it show in your confession? What does it show in what you speak? So you may not speak it loudly. You may say it under your breath. So the first thing that I want to cover in prayer is that you don't lose heart. Can I ask you a real honest question? How many of you, you could say there's some areas of your life where you've lost some heart. And if you're from California, my California congregation, we say like this, heart. That's how you say it, heart. How many of you can be honest? But there's some areas of your life where you're like, I've lost heart. I'm negative. Because I'm weary. I'm tired. Come on, let's just be honest. God can't heal your cartoon character. He needs you to be real so he can heal it. How many of you can do that? That's Luke 18 and 1. Luke 18 and 1. Luke 18 and 1. He said, men ought to always pray so that they do not lose heart. Heart there means that you don't grow weary. Or excuse me, you don't go negative because you're weary. Got it? We can all have some errors. You're like, I'm tired of this. I'm sick and tired of this. Stop saying you're sick and tired. What did you just open up yourself to? To be sick and to be have more tiredness. 
Stop saying I can't do this no more. What did you just reduce? Your own strength. Come on, y'all. Come on, y'all. You cannot allow yourself. Hear me. You cannot allow yourself um, to be in a position, a circumstance or situation where you allow yourself um, to become negative. So I want to cover that you don't lose heart. Let's cover that in prayer. Father, in Jesus name, I pray that we would not lose heart. Your word says that we ought to always pray, which means if we pray all the time, we won't lose our mind. We won't become negative because we're weary. We won't become negative because we're tired. Because Father, in those moments where we feel like we are weary, where we feel like we are tired, Father, I declare that's when we're going to see the greatest triumph. That's where we're going to see the greatest wins. In Jesus' name. I need you to type this on the screen. I will not lose heart. Come on, y'all. Come on. I will not lose heart. Can I also be honest with you about these last four years? have had some, some challenges that have been frustrating. Can I be honest with you? These last four years have also been fruitful. More people coming to the Lord, more progress being made, more things getting done. What are you saying, Bishop? Is that the same stuff that makes you want to lose heart is going to help you gain results. Y'all better shut up right there. I don't mean that literally. It's a figure of speech. The same things in the same areas when you feel like you are losing heart, those are going to be the same areas where you're going to gain gain progress. Because of the faithful giving of the people of Harvest, we're reaching people and transforming lives and changing lives. And we're seeing more done in the same period of time. We're seeing more done. So here's what I want to pray. I want to pray. Number one, I pray that you will lose heart. Number two, I'm going to pray that God would show you how you've been winning even though you were weary. Many of you don't even count your wins because your weariness was so overwhelming. You didn't count your wins because your weariness was so, uh, 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 it made you self-deprecate. You began to knock yourself down and beat yourself down. Can I tell you that even in your weariness, you still been winning? Come on here. Father, in Jesus name, I cover right now our perception that we would be able to see where we've been winning, even though we were weary. Father, do not allow weariness or tiredness or discouragement or frustration to make us miss our wins. Father, do not allow us to focus on those that are against us so that we do not focus on those that are with us. Just like Elisha told his servant, he said, Lord, open his eyes so he can see that there are more with us than there are against us. Lord, do the same thing for us. Come on, somebody say, Lord, do it for me. Lord, do it for me. Let us see where we've been winning. Listen, woman, you've been winning anyhow. Listen, man, you've been winning anyhow. What you didn't see was how much progress you made financially. What you didn't see is how much more generous you are. What you didn't see is how much more patient you are. What you didn't see is how much more closer to the Lord you are. What you didn't see is that you're a better mother now. What you didn't see is that you're a better father now. You have not been counting your wins because of your weariness. But tonight, hey, Baba Shekai, but tonight I decree and I declare by faith that we would open our eyes, our perception would enlarge, so we would see where we've been winning and not allow weariness. Weariness will not get the last word. I I sense that thing tonight. Weariness is not going to get the last word in your life. Weariness is not going to get the last word. There's a mother. You're watching. You have two sons. Both of them will be saved by January by January 31st of this coming year. By January 31st of this coming year. One will be by July of this year. The other one is going to be a holdout. 
But that's because God's going to use him. What he's involved in right now is going to be part of his testimony. If you are that mother I'm talking to, I need you to wave at me. I need you to wave at me. If you are the mother I'm talking to, I just spoke your situation Whatever platform you're on, I need you to wave because you're going to be a testimony. My God, don't let your weariness make you miss your wins. My God. All right, listen, let's move. Let's move. And if you're just coming in, y'all like this video, tell me where you're watching from. Say this bad boy tonight. Recovering some things from yesterday's message. Bam, see you. Recovering the things from yesterday's messages, or message rather, in prayer, all right? That's what we're doing. Bam, gotcha. In prayer, wow. Recovering it in, wow. Recovering it in prayer, all right? Listen, prayer, guys, isn't a gift, nor is it a calling. It's a command. And sometimes um, many people will think, well, I don't have the gift of prayer. I don't have the gift of intercession. I, that's not, those aren't gifts, y'all. A prayer is not a gift. It's not a calling. It's a command. We are commanded to pray. Um, and again, where did I start prayer tonight? That he's our father. So we talk to him. We have dialogue with him. We don't just go and complain. Um, everybody knows, listen, if you grew up with a father that was authoritative in any way, that's not a bad word. Authority and authoritative are not bad words. Is that you may have came and told all of your complaints and you knew he was going to say, so what are we going to do about it? Can I get a witness? What are we going to do about it? How are you going to fix it? Uh, what's the solution? How, how are we going to get this thing together? That's the way God is. God is like, okay, 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 wow, wow, ooh, wow, wow. So what are we going to do about it? That's how God works, okay? And so um, there's four types of prayer that we're going to, that I've, I've taught you three. Yesterday, I introduced the fourth to you in yesterday's message. All right, the first, First Timothy 2, uh, verses 1 and 2 for my note takers, because y'all asking for scriptures tonight. That, and listen, I can back everything I'm saying up a Bible, so that's no problem. First Timothy 2, verse 1. First of all, I like Paul because Paul is petty. You know you're dealing with somebody petty when they start a sentence talking about, first of all, huh? You already know you're dealing with somebody petty. Paul is, is petty, all right? Paul says, first of all, then I urge that supplications. Supplications are when you pray for other Christians. I want us to do a moment. I take a moment to do that right now. I want you to just get somebody's initials. Um, just get somebody's initials. And I want you to put it, put those initials on the screen. And we're going to make supplication from them. A supplication is like a supplement. We're going to pray for them. And guys, we're going to do this real fast because I got to get to my main assignment for tonight. And then we got to drop that net. And then we're out of here. Mr. Foreman, what do you mean when you say drop the net? We invite people to give their lives to the Lord. Uh, last week on a pop-up stream, I was it, like 11 people gave their lives to the Lord, something like that. It's amazing. I need you to put the initials of some other believer. Got to be a Christian. Don't, right now, we're not praying for those that don't know the Lord. We're going to get to that in a minute. Put the initials of some other believer on the screen right now, and we're going to supplicate for them. We're going to make supplication. We're going to supplement their prayer. It's like a vitamin, right? It's not designed to replace you eating protein. It's to help the protein you eat, all right? Father, in Jesus' name, we make supplication right now for the individuals whose initials are on the screen. What does that mean? Father, whatever petitions they have before you, we stand in agreement with them. Declaring, Father, that the promises of God are yes and amen. Guys, make sure you share this tonight because they need to see their initials on the screen and they're going to know that they're not by themselves. There's 15 of you tonight that when you share it, somebody's going to know, oh my God, I was praying that somebody would pray for me. I felt alone like God wasn't there. And when you share it, this is going to be the answer to their prayer. You got to share it right now. Father, we make supplication for them. We stand in agreement with them. We declare they're not alone. We back them up in the realm of the spirit. We're their backup. We undergird their prayer. We pray for their shalom, nothing missing, nothing broken, nothing lacking, all is well. We pray for their strength tonight. 
that their strength would not fail them. Just like you prayed for Peter. You said, Peter, he says, Satan desires to sift, or Simon, uh, Satan desires to sift you like wheat, but I prayed for you. I made supplication for you that your faith would not fail you. We pray for every initial that's on this screen right now. And we declare that their faith will not fail them in Jesus' name. Here's number two. It says, 1 Timothy 2, 1, supplications, then prayers. Prayer literally means to ask. This is what you do for yourself. I need you right now to just put your just put your initials on the screen. Just put your initials on the screen. All right, guys, why am I having you to do that? Please follow the instructions. Why? Because you're going to see some results. I'm telling you what I know. Put your initials on the screen. So, Father, in Jesus' name, we pray for ourselves. We pray for ourselves. Can I get somebody to put B, BKF on the screen for me? Because I, I got to pray. Can't type and pray. Would, Father, we pray for ourselves tonight in the name of Jesus. Father, thank you that we have relationship with you. Thank you that we have connection with you. We thank you, Father, that there is no weapon that is formed against us that shall prosper. According to Isaiah 54 and uh, 17. And that every tongue that rises in judgment, Father, we thank you that it is condemned in the name of Jesus. Father, we pray tonight that you would stir up the prayer warrior that is in us all. Because prayer is a command that means that, watch me, that prayer is a, is a military term. It means that prayer is not just some emotional thing that we do out of just relational intimacy. Prayer is a, is a military term. That means this is how we fight. This is how we fight. This is how we go to war. This is how we shut stuff down. Father, we go above the heads of our enemies because we go to you. We go above the head of our problems because we go to you. We go above the head of our obstacles because we go to you right now in Jesus' name. Let's move. The third type of prayer, 1 Timothy 2 and 1, uh, verse 2 and 2 now, is uh, intercessions. Intercessions. Intercession is when you pray for somebody that doesn't know the Lord. To intercede means you're going to God on behalf of somebody that can't go to God on their own. Well, Bishop, who can't go to God on their own? John 9 says, and we know that the Lord doesn't hear the prayer of a sinner, an unbeliever. So one of the privileges of being a Christian is that when we pray, he hears us. At the 1115, I talked about, y'all remember Blockbuster? How you had the Blockbuster membership card? The membership card gave you access to everything in the store. Some of y'all did Hollywood video. Uh, it gave you access to everything in the store. If you were in Denver, you remember Video Unlimited, that purple rest, uh, purple place. And got it, that was their color, purple and black. It gave you access to everything. I need you to type the initials of some people that don't know the Lord. Not just one. Anybody you know that doesn't know the Lord, flood these timelines right now with their initials. We're about to cover them in prayer. And we're going to call them saved and serving this year. So, Father, you see the names, that uh, the initials that we put before you? Father, in Jesus' name, we call them saved and serving this year. We speak to them that you would draw them unto yourself. In the name of Jesus, Father, that you would use whatever circumstance, whatever situation you've got to use to bring them to you. Your word says that it's your will that all men would be saved and none would perish, but that everyone should have everlasting life. So, Father, use us as vessels. Use us as instruments. Use us to get them to you. We're an usher. We're that good first Sunday usher with the white gloves that's pointing away. That's what we're doing today, God. We are pointing the way to you in the name of Jesus. Father, cause us to use these prayers and, and these apps and these YouTubes and these messages to share with them so that salvation would hit their house. We declare their house is next for salvation in the name of Jesus. Guys, yesterday I introduced to you the fourth type of prayer. I've talked to the first three before because they're the, they're the foundational principles of prayer. But yesterday in the message, you got to go watch it. 
we get the podcast, I introduce to you the four type of prayer. Here it is. And thanksgivings be made for all people. Now check this out. Our thankfulness or our lack thereof is a form of prayer. I'm going to back that thing up so you get it. Our thankfulness or the lack thereof is a form of prayer. When God sees that you're unthankful, you tell the Lord, don't give me any more of that because you were ungrateful for it. Are y'all hearing what I'm saying? When God sees that we're thankful, God says, okay, I will give you more of that, but let's go deeper. Bishop, well, how, do I, how am I thankful for my Judases? Because notice the text says, be thankful for all people. So here's the question. Can you be thankful for everybody, even the somebodies that you can't stand? Even the somebodies you don't like? Even the somebodies that work your last nerve? Anybody know about that last nerve? Like all the other nerves gone. You got that one left and they worked it. So here's what we're going to do. Y'all ready? I want you to put some stuff on the screen. We know how to be thankful for Jesus. We know how to be thankful for the Lord. I want you to put some stuff on the screen that over your life, when you looked at it, when you were in it, it was negative. And I want you to show the Lord, watch me, that you learned the lesson while you were in it. You don't have to repeat it tonight. Are y'all hearing what I'm saying? So I want you to type on the screen, whatever you feel comfortable sharing, something that was negative. Matter of fact, put a few things. Can I get you to put two or three things that are on the screen? And when you look at it, you're like, that was hell going through that. But I'm thankful. It made me wiser, made me smarter, made me better, made me pray more, made me worship more. Come on, put it on the screen. Father, we obey your word. Thankfulness is a form of prayer. Hey, and we thank you, Father, that we get to be able to be thankful. So, Father, we're thankful for the good. We're thankful for the bad. We're thankful for the ugly. Father, in Jesus' name, forgive us for complaining about the stuff that was challenging. Forgive us, Father, for obfuscating the things that were obstacles. Forgive us, Father, for taking on the spirit of negativity because our circumstances were negative. Father, in Jesus' name, we are thankful. Come on. We are grateful to you. We're grateful that you trusted us with trouble. We're grateful that you trusted us with uh, uh, with uh, obstacles. We're grateful that you trusted us with stuff that in the moment when we looked at it, we didn't know how to process it. We didn't know how to handle it. We didn't know how to deal with it. We are thankful tonight. Come on, say it on the screen, y'all. Thankful, thankful, thankful. Father, we're thankful for every betrayal. We're thankful for every Judas. We're thankful for every liar. We're thankful for every situation that tried to take us out. We're thankful for every situation that tried to take us down. Father, we're thankful for every dollar ever given to us. We're thankful for every 50 cents ever given to us. Father, we're grateful for the stuff we lost. We're thankful for the stuff we gained. We live in perpetual thankfulness because when we stay in a place of gratitude, people that are grateful always get more. I need you to put it on the screen. I'm getting mine. Come on, I'm getting mine. Father, we are grateful to you, sir. We are grateful to you, sir. We are grateful to you, sir. Come on, y'all. We are grateful to you, sir. We are thankful to you, sir, because we're still in the land of the living. And if we still, there you go, there you go, there you go. If we still got a pulse, then you still have a plan. And we are grateful to you tonight. That is a form of prayer. It lets you know that you haven't been wasting your time with us. Come on. We're not perfect, but we're grateful. We don't get it all right, but we are grateful in Jesus' name. Here's the last thing I want to do, guys. The last thing I want to do, and then I got to drop this net real fast. Uh, the Bible says that this woman, and go listen to the message. Text Harvest to 59769 to get our app. The Bible says that this woman kept going to this judge. The judge says, I don't respect you, and I don't believe in your God. 
the deck stacked against her. And she keeps being persistent and consistent, keeps saying, give me justice for my adversary. Every time she went to court, the adversary had to come with her because that's the rules of court. You can't uh, go in there and only have one side. Now, this is amazing because that means this woman had to go through this cycle, watch me, of seeing the same thing happen. And on Wednesday, I'm going to deal with that in Wednesday's message even more. I'm going to teach you on Wednesday how to be fruitful in the valley. It's going to be good. Don't miss church on Wednesday, 7 o'clock Mountain Time. How do I know it's going to happen, Bishop? Text Harvest to 59769. Get that app. She says she wanted justice. Can I get everybody to type justice on the screen? Justice, justice, justice. All right, look. Justice comes from Deuteronomy 32, 35. Vengeance is mine and recompense for the time when their foot shall slip. What's happening, Brazil? For the day of their calamity is at hand and their doom comes swiftly. Listen, um, if I asked you earlier if you've ever been hurt, betrayed, treated wrong, etc. Vengeance is when God gets them back and pays you back. Tonight, we're going we're gonna to make our last prayer justice. Father, in Jesus' name, give us justice. Hey, give us justice according to Deuteronomy 32, 35. God, for anything that's wronged us, anything that has been adversarial to us, anything that's come against us, Father, we pray for justice. Lord, we will not get vengeance. We will let you get vengeance. You handle them. Hey, blah, 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 self -tell. Run that, run that, handle that, God. And while you're handling that, while you are running that, Father, give us recompense. That means pay us back for what we've been through. Listen, tonight, if you're watching prayer, you've never given your life to Jesus. Tonight's your night to do it. If you've given your life to the Lord, you've not been faithful. Tonight's your night to come back. And if you're like, Bishop, I have no clue where things stand with God. Tonight's your night to come back. On the count of three. Do the hand wave emoji or say it's me. One, two, three. If that's you, you need to become a Christian for the first time. Recommit yourself to the Lord or be sure. Do the hand wave emoji right now or say it's me. Do the hand wave emoji right now or say it's me. Come on. Do it right now or say it's me right now. Come on. And listen, keep responding even on the replay. I want to make sure I don't run out of time on Instagram. Everybody pray this for me. Say, Father, thank you for dying in my place. Because of this belief and because of this confession, this is my first time praying this. I am now a Christian. If I was far from you, I'm reconnected to you. Great days are here for me. In Jesus' name, I see your hand. I see you. In Jesus' name, amen. Guys, keep responding with the hand wave emoji or say it's me. If you need to become a Christian or recommit yourself to the Lord. Here's what I need you to do. Text the word decision to 59769. I'm going to send you a text right away to show you how to make Christianity your lifestyle, not just a hobby. Come on, text decision. The 59769. Can I get a few of y'all to type on every platform? Last thing. You said, Bishop, you're talking fast. I know. I see several hands coming up on Instagram. I don't want to run out of time. So in the prayer tonight, if this blessed you, so into it. Bless what blesses you. You can use Cash App. It's Bishop Foreman or Harvest Church Give. Or you can go to our website, harvestchurch.church forward slash give. Love you, Instagram. It's about to cut me off. Make sure you sow in the prayer tonight. Oh, there we go. Bam. Listen, guys. Was this not a blessing? Was this not incredible or what? Um, listen, if you haven't sown so into prayer tonight, you can use the cash app, Bishop Foreman, F-O-R-E-M-A-N. Or you are also able to uh, go to uh, Harvest Church, that church forward slash give so into prayer tonight. I pray and I know that it has been an absolute blessing to you uh, and your life tonight. Listen, I'll see you on Wednesday night. Church is going to be amazing, 7 o'clock um, Eastern Standard Time. It's going to be phenomenal. Love you guys. I pray you have an amazing night. And listen, for those of y'all who've been rocking with me for a while on prayer, y'all know I would always go over. And uh, I've been trying to get it right down to that hour of prayer. And, uh, and so now 
I'm getting better. I may not be where I want to be, but I thank God I'm not where I used to be. Why? Um, because I just want you to have results in your life. That's what it's all about. So love you guys. Have an amazing night. Shalom to you. Make sure you share this. Make sure you sow. Share and sow. Share and sow. Sow and share. Sow and share. Hey, hey. You can do that stank walk challenge with that. Sow and share. <laughs> love you guys. Have a good night. To those who visit Mickey D's for their favorite breakfast item and then go somewhere else for coffee, give this Mickey D's brew a second chance. The glow up was real. Try any size iced coffee brewed with 100% Arabica beans for just 99 cents until 11 a.m. And pair it with a savory sausage McMuffin with egg for $2.79. Prices and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.